listeners, please go check yes, that out. Check it out. Have. Spotify, Bandcamp, Apple Music, Google Play Music for whoever uses that. Title. <laughs> <laughs> no shade to Google Play, but like, I mean, I don't know anyone that uses it. But if you do, you are so powerful. and welcome back to another episode of the humans of amplify podcast my name is kira and i will be your host for today and join with me is the artist please be nice hello hi how's it going i'm pretty good how are you doing i'm good (laughs) (laughs) i have had each other right now though so yeah it's it's hard to uh, the setup is um not ideal right now but it's the best sounding quality so our listeners will be benefiting but we will just be very confused because uh you can see me and i cannot quite see you i see a lovely circle (laughs) yeah exactly exactly but welcome to the podcast i'm very excited to have you here i am excited to be here so i normally do what is called like icebreakers on here where i have a couple questions that i think of during the week and I'm kind of tired of them. I'm feeling like maybe it's time to move on from them. So I have done something not very original, and I have created some Never Have I Evers. Ah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so I have some Never Have I Evers for us to go through. And if we've done the thing, then, you know, admit we've done the thing and then maybe tell a little story, that kind of uh, thing here. But I'm just tired. I feel like mixing it up. So if you'll do me the pleasure of indulging in my crazy, that will be <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> that sounds great. I'm excited. All right. First off, we have never have I ever left an item in the wrong aisle of the grocery store because I was too lazy to put it back. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, everyone's done this. And like, as someone who used to work at a grocery store, <laughs> It's just, like, soul-sucking to see. It's just, like, ugh, why? And then you do it, and then you're, like, ah, I'm just so lazy. So, yes, done it many, many times. I have done I usually never do, but I was in such a rush last week at the grocery store because I think I had to make it to a meeting or something. And I did it, and I felt, like, oh, I have sinned. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I felt just, so bad. It like, feels wrong. It totally. feels wrong. But it's just like, you know what? Everyone does it. I am so sorry. I will pay for it later. It's fine. Karma karma will find me eventually. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, good to know I'm not the only one that's done that. Oof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. <laughs> we have. Second up, uh, never have I ever had a lucid dream. I did once. And I was skateboarding. And then in my dream realized i was dreaming and then i was like skateboarding and then i was like oh my god i'm gonna do an ollie so that when i try to do one in real life i can do it and then i did it in my dream of course and then when i went to do it in real life it was like yeah (laughs) no it did not translate (laughs) oh that's unfortunate but you know what that's good logic for you know dreams (laughs) thank you thank you (laughs) Were you ever able to eventually do that trick? 
I, oh my goodness. Cause I like, I've like always been into skateboarding and I've always really loved it. And I've always loved watching like skateboarding videos and stuff, but it wasn't until like the pandemic when I was like, I'm going to get into skateboarding. And I got like a board and everything and trucks and wheels half alert how to ollie and then i moved to calgary after only skating for like a few months and then in calgary we're in like downtown so there's like kind of like it's really hard to practice here so it's been a while but yes i can i can like kind of all high but i can kind of do it yeah i would say i can do it yeah <laughs> good work that's the attitude to have you know what if you can pass for an ollie you can pass for an ollie good work yeah thank you thank you i know nothing about skateboarding so just even balancing on it is a win in my books so it's hard it is yeah it's not easy oh my gosh i can't imagine oh it's well okay here's the first tangent of the podcast um i love it (laughs) yesterday we had a family barbecue and one of the little cousins has like this hoverboard yeah and so my brother decided that it would be a genius idea to try and use the hoverboard. And he actually got pretty far. <laughs> he started cruising yeah. and then he hit, um, well, it's, it's a crack in the sidewalk with the plants. And at that moment, I swear he could fly. <laughs> but he caught himself <laughs> and it was fine. Everyone was safe and the kids had yeah. a bunch of fun. That's great. What kind of hoverboard was it? Was it like the classic, like, I'm a vine star? have a hoverboard or was it like the one wheel ones it was the classic i'm a vine star and it has speakers so like you could be that (laughs) speaker kid if you really tried that's sick that's sick (laughs) it was a good time but yeah um to go back to it uh yeah i've never had a lucid dream i don't Mm. know if that would ever translate well for a task but i'm glad that eventually you could learn to ollie and I am sorry you never had a lucid dream. Honestly, <laughs> I did it like totally by accident once. Um, yeah, it's such a process. Like I've seen videos of people like teaching you how to like do it. And yeah, it's just like you have to dream journal and stuff and you have to be super consistent. And like, yeah, I don't I don't think that could be me. I tried because I've heard that you can try and like writing down everything you remember about dreams. And eventually that's mm-hmm. kind of one strategy. I tried doing that and all that happened was my dreams just got more vivid and more oh. surreal and it just it never quite worked. I think I did that for about a month or so. Yeah. And it just got me more aware of how crazy my dreams are. So I just stopped. I was like, you know what? I don't I don't need that extra pizzazz in my dream life. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's valid cuz vivid is one thing and vivid can be great, but surreal that just sounds really negative, honestly. My dreams are the weirdest thing. It's just honestly me slowly losing my sanity. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they they make no sense. And I'm often doing an impossible task. It's very simple, but I'm making it ridiculously complicated for myself. So mm. real, just like living my real life in my dreams, but on steroids. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's really interesting. Just, there'll be stuff like I wake up and then... I got downstairs. My whole family is like aliens or something. But like <laughs> in the dream world, it's just like normal. Like it's just like, oh, hi, mom and dad. You know, <laughs> like so it's always like reality, but like just like slightly different. Or if it's like a huge difference, it's just like widely accepted and like 
normalized what the difference is. Mm, interesting. I have a question really quick while we're on the topic of dreams, but do yeah. you see people like people, people in your dreams, like their faces, like identical, like to real life? Yes. I constantly dream about friends, new and old friends. Like basically every night I like, yeah, I I'm always dreaming of people. I know it's just, yeah. Oh, but yeah. What about? Well, I, Okay. I do dream about people, like, I always know Mm. who it is, but I can never see their faces. Mm. Like, I can recognize by, like, their voice and by, like, the feel, like, the feel of the person. Like, you know, sometimes, like, you you just know that that's the person you're talking to, right? But I can never see the face. It's so weird. I'm just like, what happened there? Yeah. (laughs) That's interesting. I don't know. If anyone does dream studies, uh, hit us up because I'd like to know what that means. Yes. Getting paid to sleep? Sounds pretty great to me. <laughs> That's the dream life right there. Um, but in continuing with the Never Have I Evers, Never mm-hmm. Have I Ever Witnessed a Crime. Ooh. <laughs> uh, um, oh. Oh. No, I'm really thinking about this one. I... <laughs> no. No. I never have. I don't think I've ever witnessed a crime I've definitely seen, like, cops interact with people. I've never, like, firsthand witnessed, like, someone spray painting loaded diaper on a brick wall. And then the cop comes and is like, hey, don't do that. I've never seen, yeah, I've never seen, like, that part. But I've seen, like, people get arrested before and stuff, you know, just, I don't know, walking around, like, downtown Edmonton or something. I've seen that before. But, yeah, what about you? No, I've been pretty good with my eyeballs. We haven't witnessed crimes, so I'm safe. Um, well, I mean jaywalking, but everyone has done that. But that's not like really like a a hard crime, I guess. If you want to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go with that route. I, agree. I totally <laughs> agree. Um, but I did just remember though. Actually, yesterday I was driving, and then in front of me was a family biking, like oh. parents, and then a kid. Like, probably, like, five years old, biking on the road, not even using the bike lanes. And then and then the whole family turned in front of me, and they did a left turn, and I was going straight. And then, <gasps> of course, if you're on a bike, you're supposed to do, like, the hand signals to be like, hey, turn and left, yeah. you know, going straight, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, and as someone who has been on a bike before and has had to do those bike signals, it's not the hardest thing just goes in front of me and then they turn and I was like ah so I just like <laughs> I like just like slam on my brakes and no one got hurt but I was just like whoa so I guess that would technically be a crime because they didn't use the hand signals which you're supposed to do so oh my goodness but yeah lesson learned use hand signals or just use the bike lane too yeah that's why the bike lanes are there I mean not that like I live in Calgary currently so like the bike lanes here they're like pretty great. They aren't in like, they aren't on like every road, but like definitely better. Definitely better than like St. Albert because I don't think there even is any bike lanes in St. Albert. No, but St. Albert, like I just see a lot of people ride on the sidewalks, which I think in some places is illegal, but like here it's like mm. fine because it's where you ride your bike. For sure. And then in Edmonton, they've started doing a lot more bike lanes for places, but I don't. I'm just new here. I don't really know where things go. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. 
I've lived here all my life. I'm just not aware. <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. That's valid. It happens. But yeah, those are my never have I ever's for you. And thank you for indulging that because I was tired of just plain old icebreakers. For sure. I love it. I love it. I think that's definitely nothing against icebreakers because as the name goes, they do do a good job of breaking the ice. But I think they do. these never have I others also did a great job. So Solid. That'll probably be a return of them then for the next one I do. But we'll see. I always mix mm-hmm. it up and I'm never very consistent with these things. But yeah, one I thing that it. is consistent is I leave vague notes to myself and i made a reference in here because i was very tired when i made this and all it says for point number two is i said hey what's going on yeah i read that in the doc and i was like i don't have a clue what that means um (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's happening i think it's because i just wanted to know what was up what's going on how is life going and then i just had to make the he-man reference because why not yeah you gotta you gotta it's just there you you know if the reference is there you just gotta make it you do (laughs) um i guess as what's going on career wise i put out my last single if i'm on it um in july it's the first single from my upcoming ep called the sun loves me um uh in august specifically august 27th I have the second single coming out from the EP called Can't Believe I Found You. It's like a hyper-pop folk song. It started out by me listening to like the Bruce Springsteen album, Nebraska. And I just love the songwriting and the sort of like DIY, but in like a pop context. So that's what I did with this song. And it's just a love song. It's a song about, you know, going to work looking forward to seeing your partner and also looking forward to eventually quitting your nine to five. So I'm very excited to put that one out. And then um, on September 10th, the actual EP comes out, which it's going to be six, six tracks. And yeah, I'm super excited for it. And my goal with the EP too was to just make it something where it's like, it's for concise project like there's no filler no like transition tracks or anything like it's super super concise but it still has like a wide array of production and a wide array of genres like the track is just like kind of like kanye chipmunk soul vibe and then the second track (laughs) is like a hundred gex vibe and then the third track is like a sophie vibe and then the fourth track is, I'm not going to spoil that one. I'm going to leave the rest. But there's also a sound collage on the EP, which I'm very excited about because I wanted it to be something where like the first five tracks on the EP are just like these like really poppy tracks, you know, hook heavy, very good per- for like performing. And then I wanted the last song just to be like completely different, just like I really just wanted to showcase my versatility and I've always loved the idea of creating sound collage. It's like a piece of sound rather than a piece of music. I've always been freeing to make it. So, Well, cool. That looks, that sounds so fun. And I look forward to hearing that. I have heard the, if I ain't on it one and it is quite good, I must say. So Thanks. please go check it out. 
yeah listeners please go check yes, that out check yeah. it out spotify Bandcamp, apple music google play music for whoever uses that title <laughs> <laughs> no shade to google play but like i mean i don't know anyone that uses it but if you do you are so powerful and deezer <laughs> it's on deezer too don't know anyone that uses that but if you use it again you are so powerful and yes yeah just check it's like a it's like a dollar on Bandcamp, you know helps support me helps to make more music helps to pay for stuff like music videos so yeah Ooh, any prospects for music videos coming up i <laughs> i love <laughs> making stuff hard for myself because i find it fun so oh, of course. what i yeah. did yeah so back in like the end of may I bought a Super 8 camera off Kijiji, and of course, Super 8 cameras, the camera was like 100 bucks, and I had to buy the film, which was like 40 bucks, and then I have to pay to get the film developed, which is oh. like another like 60 bucks, and I have to wait like weeks for it. So I oh, shot no. a music video for Can't Believe I Found You, and I'm sending off the video, I'm sending off the film tomorrow, so I'm very much hoping... I can get the film back in time and then I can edit it and put it out on the 27th. So yeah, I did shoot a music video, which I'm very excited about. And um, yeah, I don't know if you know anything about Super 8, but like the aesthetic, it's like super nostalgic, like super, super warm colors. It's uh, it's four by three. So it's like a really interesting aspect ratio. And um yeah, I'm just really excited about it, and it totally matches the vibe of the track. So, yes, I am <laughs> hoping I get the film back in time to do that. Um, and then as far as other music videos I want to do, I, when I first, like, was really planning the rollout of the EP, I had an idea to do a music video for every song, but it just wasn't feasible with budget. Like, I know the music video I thought of for, like, If I Ain't On It would probably cost, like, ten thousand dollars to make so i was like okay maybe i'll like wait a wait a few years and then do some very crazy uh high budget music videos because i think that would be so much fun oh my gosh i would love so to do that well i hope that one day you know that it'll be a thing and i hope that the project works out for you and your film comes in on time and uh, best of best of luck with that one but oh it sounds super super fun thanks yeah i'm definitely someone uh where in my work like the process is like just as important as the product so that's why i super eight is because i didn't want to do like the fake film effect where you just like do the do the like you get the same look of super eight using like you know like uh premiere just using like different effects in it i wanted to get the actual um organic look so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm totally someone though where yeah the process is like just as important as what I'm making. Very good lesson there. Dropping tidbits of wisdom on here is like something that artists do, it, like not even consciously, and it's just my favorite thing. So, oh, I love it. I love when I'm listening to like podcasts, like specifically like interview podcasts, and they'll just drop like the craziest wisdom bomb, and it'll be out of nowhere, and it's just like this what you just said this it's crazy it is crazy you never know like 
that's what I love about doing this podcast is that you just hear yeah. little nuggets of wisdom every so often. You're like, dang, like that is so true. And I love that. That's one of my favorite things about this job. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. Yeah, that sounds sick. It was a good time. So we've talked about your music here um, and like your upcoming releases and potential music videos, barring that, you know, the film comes back. Um, <laughs> but also I've noticed that you have these really cool, colorful shirts and stickers and just, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just really try to do as much of the artistic process in general. So like a pop artist is like, you know, having merch and having and stuff. So um, yeah, if you're ever walking around, see, please be nice. A sticker that says, please be nice on it. Uh, that is mine. When I used to perform in Edmonton, I'm hoping to perform in Edmonton again soon once shows shows are slowly happening. So hoping to do that. But um, yeah, back before the pandemic um, at shows, I would always hand out stickers to people and then they go hang them up whenever like wherever. So like, yeah, I it's 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 been fun. Like I've been on like city buses before and there's just like a sticker and I'm like, wow, I did not do that. So. <laughs> It's great. It's great. Um, but yeah, I just really try to do as much of it as I can. Like I designed the stick cell. Um, I also screen print my own shirts, so I have like a bunch of screen printing stuff. And uh yeah. And then what else do I do? I mean, um I mix my own music too and I mix it. Um this EP though, I did pay someone else to master it just because getting that uh, extra set of ears is like super, super helpful. And it's been super, super helpful. So that's great. Um, and then even like, even my like studio I'm in right now, like uh, me and my partner are in like a two bedroom. So the second bedroom we converted into a studio. So I made like, I built these like acoustic panels. So it sounds really good in here actually. Very surprisingly for how much I spent especially it sounds really really good and i know even i've even like recorded in studios and i would say for recording vocals this sounds like 80 percent as good a legit studio where you would pay like hundreds of dollars for studio time so i am yeah very happy with that yeah i just really try to do as much of the process as i can it's something i'm learning as I get older and as I inevitably get busier is just to like offload the process too. And it's okay to like, it's okay to ask for help. I think a lot of the time I think pride gets in the way for me and I'm like, Oh, I just want to be able to say I can do it myself. I want to be like, I just want to be like trans girl boss, you know, but like <laughs> it's, yeah, it's exhausting. So Yeah. Yeah, I hope that answered that. That was a very long answer, but I feel like it was uh, informative for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Of These things, like, have... There's another knowledge, like, wisdom nugget drop there, which I think is very good, that there's nothing wrong with asking for help if you need it. And yeah. it's a very good lesson to learn. For sure, for sure. I know even with my last album, I, like... Oh, my gosh. I worked on it for, like, two years, and I mixed it myself. And then when it got to be the end of it, I had to master it myself. But I had heard these songs like 
I don't know, like probably like a thousand times. Like I'd heard them so many times. Um, then when it came time to master it, I was like, yeah, it was like I like was like too, too proud to ask for help, and then I just kind of just like mastered it, and then it didn't really sound that good, and I was like, I'm just gonna put it out. So yeah, it was definitely like a a learning experience for sure. Like I definitely don't regret anything, but I definitely definitely learned that like. It's okay to ask for help. and Totally. And that applies to a lot of aspects in life, which is mm-hmm. something I needed to learn, definitely. Because, I mean, I, I wasn't music inclined, and it wasn't the same situation as yours. But I definitely remember mm-hmm. in high school, there was a bunch of stuff that I struggled with that I needed a little help for, whether that was calc or just how to live life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so real. Yeah, high school was tough. High school is like... Yeah, you could not pay me to go back to high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you couldn't pay me either. Um, man, I feel like that's just such a, it's a weird transition period because like as soon as you're out of it, you're just like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that like I survived that. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I- I- exactly. And the thing that you figure out too is like, I survived it and all of those problems. Like when I got out of high school, it's like, oh, I really were not as important as I thought they would be. Wow. It's a very, it's such a good feeling just to get out. Yeah. It is. And like, you just had to get out and then there's a whole other list of problems. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Adulting is nuts. Honestly, it's been, it's been like being moved out. Like I'm 20, but being like moved out a whole new city especially because we moved here during the pandemic so we moved to like a yeah we moved from Edmonton to Calgary oh wow it was like that was a lot (laughs) it was (laughs) definitely not ideal but yeah things are working out so dang yeah I I just moved well I moved our parents my parents moved houses so we moved Mm. from one end of the city like to the other so just we're outside of St. Albert's technically in Edmonton um and like I had to pack up because now I'm old enough to do most of this stuff on my own right and my parents are older so their backs kind of don't love moving um so I did yeah I did a lot of that and oof I can't imagine moving cities like I only moved across the city like I didn't Mm -hmm. move that much but to move across the city and like in a pandemic because like I think the biggest part was it's when I moved it was still you know very scary kind of the world wasn't we didn't have a plan yet and so to not know like how to safely move yourself too also was like a huge concern of mine so I can only imagine like moving cities like dang I I so agree with you and I so hear you because like the tough thing about it too is for us it's like moving during a pandemic it's like we couldn't like ask friends for help like we word yeah like the biggest thing is like when I did my last move I had friends to help and I had like you know uncles come lift the big heavy stuff but for this one it was like mm-hmm. well you kind of have to figure out a way to do it yourself because you know you don't know what's out there but I I did FaceTime my friend while I was packing things I put her on the box and I'm like you know what you're here for moral support I love it I love it that's <laughs> yeah that's smart that's really really smart <laughs> you gotta think <laughs> mm-hmm word well I guess I have like kind of like one big final question 
And uh, I mean, we've touched a little bit with the stuff with like, with like, um, with learning to ask for help and all this stuff. But in your opinion, what is the key to living your best life? I know, sorry, I get deep sometimes. No, it's good. It's it's really good. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm going to think about this. And yeah. Okay, I got it. I think he is just like, it's just living your truth, whatever form that takes. Um, Like I know for me, so I'm a trans female. And for so long, I was in the closet just because I hadn't even like really um i haven't really even like exercised the thought to myself of like that i'm trans like i was just like oh i am i'm cis but it wasn't until the pandemic i was hanging out with my partner one day i kind of just like brought up my gender and i was kind of like you know what i think i don't think i'm cis like i think there might be something else going on and the thing is, too, is that definitely when you do something, um, do something that's so scary, first go out and live your truth. Like, it's it's terrifying. It's so worth it. Like, it's just, it's just everything. And, I mean, living out your truth can take any form. Literally, living out your truth can be, like, going for runs every day. Living out your truth can be buying a ikea chair off of kijiji because you want a reading <laughs> nook in your studio which is literally what i'm doing right now so <laughs> <laughs> i just think it's important just to live your truth literally whatever it takes yeah because i know for me even what life was like when i was still in the closet and i mean sure i i, I thought i was living my truth but it wasn't i wasn't truly living my truth which is funny to say but um yeah <laughs> you're living you were living just, the half truth yeah exactly exactly yeah and um yeah like just thinking about how just like generally happier i am just because it's like yeah up i always thought i had depression and i always thought i had something like that and then i actually about two months ago i actually got like diagnosed with and i mean labels are labels but it was definitely nice just getting that like gratification of like oh okay i was crazy thinking as a 13 year old that i had depression but it's really it's been really interesting for me lately navigating that and navigating that truth and being on meds and stuff and just figuring out like yeah just like the day-to-day life especially because like before i found out i had depression i was like i was like a workhorse i was like rise and grind i would like Oh my goodness. I was so, yeah, just so rise and grind. And now that I know I have this illness, it's like, okay, I got to figure out like how to make sure that I'm like taking care of it. Because really, health is wealth, like mental health, physical mm-hmm. health. It is so wealth. And the thing that, that I've really tried to like keep in mind um for myself and I, and I try to keep in mind often is like you know no matter how much money I have no matter how many followers I have no matter no matter how many Spotify streams you have it's like if you aren't healthy you know physically healthy mentally healthy then like what what does it mean you know and it's like not saying that like career isn't important that money isn't important because like 
you need money to survive. Like we, this society, we live in a society and yeah, we live in a society. I just wanted to <laughs> do that little, that little thing. But uh, yeah, it's just so important to live your truth. And yeah, I think if you're listening and if you got something you want to live out and you want sure how to do it, you know, dip your toes in, take your time. Like I think, um, okay, you know, when you're in like a really old lake and then <laughs> you have, let's say you're in like a group of people, let's say you're with your family and then you have the uncle who just like everyone's dipping their toes in and the uncle just like dives in the water. Like he's like super macho and like, Oh, it's fine. And just like dives in the waters, like swimming around. It's like as amazing as, as it is when you get in the water and you get, it's like, I prefer to just like, you know, maybe like, you know, dunk my thighs in and then kind of, you know, gradually go into it rather than like, <laughs> just like go for it and then yeah just be like shocked by it i would rather just ease into it yeah word life is a lot more digestible when you break it down into little chunks yes thank you yes <laughs> i totally agree and i think it's easy to get caught up in like um thinking like 10 years ahead and 20 years ahead and 40 years ahead and it's like you know like I mean it's good to plan ahead and I you know it's good to have you know like savings for the future and stuff but also breaking it down especially day by day hour by hour like minute by minute yeah I find for me that's super helpful when I'm having like uh, a rough brain day is mm. like yeah mm-hmm. just breaking it down like that like you said it just makes it yeah so much more digestible yeah like I think it's well it's not the best to like expect yourself to be like oh well in five years I want to have all this done or like I want to be like you know at the top of my game and then yeah I think it's just it's not the best mentality in my opinion to have because you don't know what it's gonna be like in five years you can't predict the future but you know what you can do you can do the present you can maybe take out the trash that you've been meaning to take out and make tomorrow's life easier exactly i uh yeah i totally agree actually um funny you bring up cleaning i know me and Daz, we have been we've been cleaning our apartment and we've just been like getting rid of a bunch of stuff because when we moved in like all these family members were like hey i have a lamp i don't need and hey i also have a lamp i don't need so we have <laughs> yeah we had like eight lamps like just so oh my many God. lamps we don't need them we had like two lamps on our kitchen table and it's just like (laughs) we don't need this so we got rid of a bunch of stuff and we both our like office chairs were like peeling really badly so we got rid of those and like yeah cleaning is just like nice and it's one of those things where like doesn't like always feel the best sometimes it feels really good but then like after the fact i just have this like yeah you just have like a new appreciation for your space and you're just like ah, i just have and you also have more space just for like you know new memories and new new feelings it's great Mm -hmm. definitely i think like when you're my thought process for like i love to clean 
it's kind of part mm-hmm. of my identity at this point. And my thought process always was, if my brain is messy, my space doesn't have to be messy, and that'll balance it out. Ah, valid, valid. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. it makes my heart very happy that to hear that you are living your truth and that that is your key to living your best life. That makes my heart very, very happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, the definition of living your truth and it changes every day, you know, like some days, who knows, maybe tomorrow it's going to be realizing, you know, what? maybe I shouldn't buy the Ikea, <laughs> the Ikea chair off Kijiji so I can have a reading nook in my studio. And that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, live truth. it's just kind of ever evolving thing because like humans evolve and that's beautiful. And it's if cool. not, we'd still be cavemen. Yeah, exactly. And that'd be boring. That'd be boring. <laughs> then we wouldn't have uh we wouldn't have Fortnite. We wouldn't have <laughs> we wouldn't have Spotify. We wouldn't have apps. Instagram. <laughs> we wouldn't have Instagram. We wouldn't have uh toasters. Lots of things. <laughs> We'd be cavemen and that would kinda suck. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I love my toaster. Toasters are the best for making hash browns and don't even that that's actually major i'm literally gonna try that wow okay have you ever seen those like life hack videos where they say like if you put your toaster on its side you can make grilled cheese in the toast i have but i'm always scared i'm gonna get my fingers like caught in the thing okay you know what happened i did it once when i was like a kid (laughs) and then the toaster started smoking Oh, no. I was like, I was like, this is not good. This is really not good. And then, like a month later, the toaster just started smoking randomly again. And then, but luckily it was winter, so my dad just kind of like hurled it in the snow in our backyard. And then, you know, new toaster time. But all was well. We were safe. So, who needs a shot put when you got a toaster? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, please be careful if. You're doing toaster experiments. Make sure you clean your toaster if there's grease involved so you don't get a grease fire. And if you don't know how to oh, clean yeah. your toaster, look up how to clean your toaster. Yes. Yes. I'm going to be honest. I <laughs> I don't know if I've cleaned my toaster. I've had it for a year. You know what? When we get off, I'm going to clean my toaster. I am going to clean my toaster. You have inspired me to clean it. <laughs> this is a PSA. Go clean your toaster. Seriously, there's so many crumbs. Go clean your toaster. It's really easy, I promise. Usually you just pop out the little tray, bang it on the sink, catch all the crumbs, put the tray back, you're done. It's not hard, I promise. That sounds super easy. I know that my toaster (laughs) also has the tray, so I feel like it would be really easy. So you know what? I'm just gonna... You've inspired me, so... Yay! I did did some good! Yeah! (laughs) Perfect. Well, that is conveniently that is all the questions i have for you thank you so much for joining me on here it was such a blast i hope it was fun yeah it was so much fun thank (laughs) you so much for having me anytime where can the people's listening find you how can they stop you yeah they can find me on spotify apple music all those at please be nice all one word all capitals Please be 
nice. You can find me on all socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, under Please Be Nice, yo, on all socials. And, uh, yeah, you can maybe find my sticker on public transit. So if you ever see me in public, ask for a sticker because I always have them on me. Oh my gosh, do that. Yeah, definitely. Get some stickers. They are the coolest stickers ever. And you will see that if you go and find Please Be Nice. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you. Anytime. Well, that brings us all to the end, folks. Thank you for listening. And we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.